Wakey Wakey Upper East Podcasters. It's out with the old and in with the new Blair. Hey everyone, I'm S. And I'm C. And we're Gossip Girls. Why is she answering? Why is she answering? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Two women of color who uh, watch review every single episode of Gossip Girl, the show that ended in 2012 and is mostly white. Oh, white. So the whitest. I would say it's uh, whiter than our government, maybe. I don't know. Close. (laughs) Super close. A close second, if you will. (laughs) And we're reviewing episode 19 of season two, The Grandfather, which is a title from The Godfather, which is uh, probably probably. (laughs) I mean, listen, what else would it be? Yeah. What, is, what is that one famous line from the the Godfather? Um, I can't make you an offer. Oh I yeah, I make you an offer. I can't you refuse. Can't There's a lot of them actually. This that's the one I was talking about though. Uh, okay, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. I, um, I like the book. <laughs> <laughs> I said <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm very cool. <laughs> oh man! So the Netflix description is. Devastated by the recent plot twist in her life, Blair turns her back on her predictable existence in fl- favor of a wilder lifestyle. Oh my god, I almost said flavor of a wilder lifestyle. Flavor of love? Oh my god. Flavor of flavor. She, d- she does kind of like, you know, date a lot of different guys in this episode. That's yeah, for sure. There's, you know, it's out with the old and with the new Blair, as, yeah. we, as they say. Yeah, and let's just start with Blair. So Blair is out in the streets um, a little bit. Who knows where she is? At the end of the last episode, she was hanging out with uh, Carter Bazin. Yes, Carter Bazin. Our, mm. our boyfriend who is mm. back. Yeah. <laughs> I am so happy to have him back. Um, Fun fact, Carter Bazin and the real actor, Sebastian, Sebastian something. Bach. No, no, I was thinking that, but that's not a Stan, Stan. Yeah, exactly. Sebastian Stan and Lee Meester were an item. Yeah, dating. They dated the first two seasons of the series. Oh, my God. That's so adorable. That was probably just, they had such, they don't have chemistry at all, actually. kind of don't, but, like, that's probably in the last as a couple. Yeah. Like, like Dan and Serena had chemistry, but they, oh, my God. Let's talk about Dan Humphrey getting married. Let's talk about Penn Badgley getting married. absolutely. Yeah, Penn Badgley got married, broke my heart several times (laughs) when I found out. I didn't even know he was dating someone. We were meant to be together. I touched his shoulder at a show that he was in for Mother. Wow, that's a lot of, with my, so much aggression. With my forearm. He did. I was there. I witnessed my breast. I was. I was essentially the witness of their wedding. Oh my god! We were meant to be together, Pen. I know. <sighs> so, Domino is her name. Domino Kirk. She is the daughter of Bad Company, which is a band that came out, was like in the seventies. One of his daughters. He's a. He's like a celebrity in his own right. But his one of her sisters is Jemima, uh, Jemina Kirk, who plays Jess on the show Girls. I never watched that show, and I never plan on it. Okay, I actually <laughs> love that show, but it's fine. Um, so that was fun. I think the best part was like their family photo. Jemina, she like kind of just like wore like jeans and a t shirt. Like, hey, what's up? Because we're at a courthouse. Oh she, my like, god, amazing! She like wore whatever she yeah, wanted. Yeah, I couldn't look through the photos. It was just so sad. Oh, it's like you know you're stalking your ex, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a choice to make. Um, I'm just like looking at his love outfit. Him. Yeah, he's just so tiny. He's wearing a suit that just doesn't fit him. Uh, brother, go to a t- tailor. Like it's yeah, so you're cool. you have your gossip girl money. Absolutely, he does. And his mother, X with an X, money. That's right. Yeah, he's got like finances. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think how much do you think he gets paid for a show? I don't know. Like I think at like at one point they're probably making like sixty thousand dollars an episode. Oh, I meant for mother. Oh, for mother. Because like I don't think they get paid anything. Because like the show that we went to was like not super crowded. It was pretty crowded. Um, I think it sold out. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, like I think that I think there was like fifteen dollars a pop on a ticket, and if like there's like two, maybe two fifty, maybe more than that. Oh, I know. I don't know how to gauge amount of people. I guess. Yeah, they probably made like, a decent amount of money, but like. Yeah. I mean, even so, he's not really into that for the money. He's into yeah. The art. Oh my god, it's trash. It's so disgusting. So trash. He's married now. It's fine. He's skinny. I'll never love again. He's so tiny. Like, oh god. I'm you also think he's attractive? Oh, for sure. He's beautiful. I'm just glad that he cut his hair because he was like dangerously close to like John Tucker must die. Oh hair my god, for a I know. You know, it's just like gnarly. So. Extremely, extremely uncool. So I'm happy that like he like cl- he like looks 
clean. It looks <laughs> like Kemp's. He like took care of himself yeah. at least for that one day. Nice so. job. You looked very nice at your wedding pen. Um, call me. <laughs> <laughs> call me if it all fails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. It's fine. It's okay. I'm sorry for you because like you, I know like you were like devastated. Like what the fuck? Because I didn't yeah. know about it. Until all the you all the sad tweets from the gossip. Those were me. Oh. That was yeah. Broke oh. my heart. Spotted Subi with her heart broken. <laughs> Eating Cheez Its in yogurt because that's her new snack. Who knows? Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> back to Blair. Back to Blair. She is out in the streets. So Blair, last we saw her was with Carter Bazin and their tryst continued. Yeah, so they're I guess, you know, she she lost basically everything. She did. Like she isn't in Yale. That's over. That's oh a, my that's god, a, that's that is a, her like dream, like life dream. Yeah, like that's over. Like she not she'll never follow those footsteps of her father. You know she won't become an attorney like she wanted to. I'm assuming that's what she wanted to do, or at least like work in like yeah, the UN or something of. like that, or kind of like diplomat some role, some sort of like p- role that gave her power. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I think she wanted to be like a diplomat or something like in that way, in that realm where like she had executive power. Yeah. So that is a dream now deferred. Um, oh, <laughs> deferred dreams. Deferred dreams. Um, welcome to my hell. Um, <laughs> so she is dealing with that, and you know she got um, you know issues with Serena. Well, Serena kind of like you know try to get back on you know try to like welcome her back or whatever. Blair pushed her away. Yeah, and Serena's like, it's fine. You'll find a new dream, and she's like trying to you know help her best friend um recover yeah. yeah and you know blair's just like dissing herself you know which is always a bad sign yeah and uh carter kind of slid on in there yeah and so blair's blair's new take on life is that you know what i've been blair waldorf my entire life and i'm which tired I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's no one else that she has ever been and she is tired of being blair waldorf so she is going to be someone else you know like a different Blair Waldorf, who seemingly is still Blair Waldorf. Absolutely, I haven't seen any kind of like face li- face off, you know, <laughs> shenanigans. Face off, face off. I love that movie. <laughs> I used to watch a movie. I really too many times when I was younger. Like I, I remember it being like my favorite movie when I was like ten. Mm-hmm. I would watch the movie all the time. That's so cute. It is, but also like it's mm, not a great movie. Like in hindsight, not even just like structurally or like script wise, just like as a child, I should not have been watching that movie. Did you ever watch Mission Impossible Two? No, because that had some like real face off vibes. Interesting. I never saw face off, but like they like they took their faces <laughs> off and switched them. Like that's not a thing you can do. I but know that's Mission Impossible Two, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, Serena's uh, you know talking. Uh, or so, so Serena's kind of like looking for Blair. She is, you know, as you were saying, out and about. Out. She's out in the town. I don't know what you're saying. She's out in these streets. Out in these streets, yes. Out <laughs> in these streets. Out She's out, about. She's out here. She She's is out here. Out in these streets. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that's some kind of basil. Yeah. And mm. so Serena and Chuck are like, you know, concerned. Serena is a concerned friend and Chuck being the one wanting to lick Blair's wounds Ugh. because he's disgusting. And so they're they're discussing that, Blairos. and Chuck's like the only thing that Blair wanted more than me is was Yale. I don't remember when she wanted Chuck though. Like, wasn't he like always vying for her affections? There was no, there were she she was like. I mean, yeah, there there were a few episodes. There was there was an arc. So there's you know, the Chuck having his bad days, and then like remember when he lost his father, and she was like trying to be there for right, him, right, and he right. was like, I don't want you to be my wife. Right, and okay, that's fair. And so she was, you know, devastated by that. And then uh, he wanted her and she's having like these, like they they keep wanting each other at opposite times. They're never. It's a, it's about the chase. As yeah. Said before. And it's, it's a very, very Romeo and Juliet thing. Cause Is they're it? both. No, but they are young and from prominent families who hate it. Nope. They don't hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it though? It's really not. Nothing in this is from Romeo and Juliet. Besides, like, maybe Serena and Dan, except their families really don't hate each other. They love each other too much. A little bit too much. Yeah. If anything, they're like <laughs> yeah. crossing the line. Oh, it's so gross. They share a brother. They share a brother. Ugh. Uh. It's still gross. It still makes me think they're siblings, even though they're not. <laughs> it, like it literally doesn't mean they're siblings, but they share a brother. Why? I don't know. Ugh, so grim. And so Blair, Blair is also like you know doing things like 
stealing sunglasses well, there are for cute sunglasses. thrill. But she also has a lot of money. I know. And she does not need to steal that shit. I know, but it's part of the thrill. Yeah, and so she's she's trying to, I don't know, this is her way of not controlling everything, I guess. Yeah, she's like letting her guard down. She's like, it was very tightly wound for so long. And yeah. everything, like, she's a type A trying desperately to be type B. And it's doing it. She's like, trying to be a type D. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that means. Yeah, she'll be a type D, at least D for. Uh, um, Derailed. I was going to no. say. Um, Doomed. No, I was going to say. Devastated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Sorry, go. No, no, no. I was going to say delinquent, but that's cool. <laughs> D for delinquent is actually right. Good job. <laughs> I like A plus share. Doomed, devastated, <laughs> derailed, delinquent. Yes, she's all those things. So, like, that's the thing. Like, Blair is very tightly wound. She's high strung. So, for something like it's not going according to plan, that's not in her, you know, idea of what her life should be. She's. You know, she's losing it a little bit. She's it's, losing her grip. Well, it's even though like it's like the Anne more oh, oh um the uh, Avril Lavigne song losing her grip. Oh, I don't think I've I've heard that losing song. My grip, and you're doing it such justice, I bet. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I just like her. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't doubt that. <laughs> so um, uh, what was I gonna say? So she's losing. well, she's like she's like stealing glasses and like you know. Kind of pretending as if that she's unfazed by what's oh, going it's, it's on. Oh, it's not even that. So, like, Yale was the thing that Blair wanted most in her life. And she can't she can't go to Yale now because of what she did to Ms. Carr. And so now she's like, if I can't have Yale, I can't have anything. And so she's like, you know what? Nothing matters anymore. And I'm just going to fuck up my life in whatever way. I play, like, do whatever the fuck I want because nothing matters. Yeah, she's like, it's like a, it's like, it's like self just destruction um, yeah self-destruction for like, destruction yeah and it's like kind of she's like sitting off the match and like walking putting on the car and like walking away yeah and that and like the car Slowly. is her life yeah exactly so she's she's having a breakdown essentially and we're watching it happen just unspooling yeah and serena's kind of just like i don't know how to handle this it's a yeah. little out of my wheelhouse and so she like recruits you know chuck to kind of like you know Bring her in, lick her wound up. Yeah, and then he sees her, you know, you know, cozy up with, you know, uh, Carter Basin drinking scotch in the middle of the day, wearing like loungewear, which we'll talk about in fashion so because cute. I am here for it. As we said before, their loungewear is Love loungewear. Oh my god, coveting this loungewear. What if there were a Gossip Girl loungewear line? I would <sighs> buy everything. I same from Cole. Seriously. <laughs> The Gossip Girl line. Gossip uh, Girls for Cole. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Vera Wang made a Gossip Girls, uh, made a... Um, oh, Cole's, Cole's line. That's line. right. Simply Vera. Yes. So I'm saying, I'm just saying. Just yeah, saying. We could do it. Uh-huh. And C is coming to be sheepishly bearing gifts. I would have been here sooner if I stopped to pick up a little something. How thoughtful. Serena thinks you're in some kind of trouble. But it seems to me her only problem is having a party all by your lonesome. Except she's not alone. What are you doing with this insect? Having the time of my life. Thank you very much. Well, as much as I enjoy bursting your bubble, he's just using you to get at me. Ask him about his role as a kidnapper for a certain secret gentleman's club. I should know I had him expelled. Oh, please. All I did is bring that girl to a waiting pile of cash, which I understand she gladly took before leaving town without you. Blair. This guy. What? Dishonest? Bad news? He can't be any worse than you. I'm the one trying to help you. Help me? Is that what you were doing at your little gentleman's club while my life was going up in flames? I'd rather take Carter's help. So, um, Serena, Serena finds out, you know, everyone finds out about Carter and like Serena and Chuck kind of get the idea that Blair isn't acting of her own uh, free will. She's kind of being controlled by Carter, which in fact, um, as, as we find out, uh, Serena decides to get rid of Carter or like whatever by buying him plane tickets to somewhere and he's like, Hey, you know, I am not I am not back to the, Dubai. Yeah, back to the Dubai. 
And so he says he's not a simp. He's a symptom of Blair's problems, not the cause. And so like the reason that she's hanging out with him is because of the way she feels. Not he's, you know, Blair's never been someone to be controlled by anyone. And so that's, that's kind of what's happened with Carter. She's like, Hey, I need someone to help me act like this. Right. But also we learned a little something about Carter Basin and Serena. Yeah. Apparently they had a something. Something happened in Santorini, Greece. We don't know what. We don't know what, but fun is fact. Is Santorini in Italy? No, Santorini's in Greece. It's like um, well, the um. Oh, Sicily's in Italy. Yeah, but um, fun fact about Santorini, that's where part of. Oh my god! Traveling pants I was knew based you were gonna on. Say that. <laughs> two was based out of Santorini, Greece, with all like the blue houses. Yeah. So I was like, when I watched, I was like. <gasps> So cute. So cute. A reference. A reference. I get this reference. Um, yeah, because uh, what's her face was in it? Alexa Blake. Bedell. And but also Black. Blake was in it. Blake. Wait, who did you say? Alexis Bedell. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say Alexis Bedell when we're talking about Gossip Girl? I don't know. It's relevant. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Her and Carter Basin were doing something that involved the police. I'm surprised. You waved the white flag so soon. <sighs> Goes down almost as easy as you did. So it was all just a game? Initially, yes. Though I have to admit, Blair surprised me. <laughs> that girl certainly knows how to let loose. Victory never tasted so sweet. Speaking of which, do you mind if I take this? Blair's meeting him at a party, and it's not the kind of place she'd be left alone. Actually, I don't think you're going to be making that. What's this? Good cop? Bass cop? Blair needs to regroup, so you need to bid adieu. Dubai again? <laughs> nice try, but I'm having too much fun. Nothing's gonna get me to leave town. What about Santorini? You think Blair will want to hear about that? The Greek guy, Spiros? The Greek police? I still have all their phone numbers from when they questioned me. You wouldn't. I would. But I won't if you leave town now, alone. There are a few things I could hold over your head from that trip. But consider us even. If the two of you think that getting rid of me is going to magically change back your friend, think again. I'm just a symptom of the disease, not the cause. Yeah, so Serena's like, hey, leave here and go to Dubai. And Carter's like, no. And she's like, Santorini. And he's like, okay, fine, bye. Right, exactly. So something happened there. We don't know what, but that I'm happened. guessing we're probably going to find out later. So then um, uh, more with this Blair storyline is that um, they they try to find her later again right. after like the glass st- glasses stealing episode. And sh- they go to Dorota and Dorota's like, she went somewhere like by herself. Carter was going to go with her to a party. And they're like, oh, no, blah, blah, blah. And like, right. they kind of stalk her. Yeah, so they're trying to figure out what's going on with Serena, with um, Blair. So they follow her trail, wind up at a house, you know, on the Upper West Side. And, like, a little girl answers the door. Yeah, I'm like, what kind of party is this? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what kind of shit is she in? Like, clearly it's, like, pedophilia as a foot. She's like, oh okay, calm God. down. And so you see Blair, like, crying. She's like, please, Please, I applied to Sarah Lawrence a couple months ago. Please, I have no other options. <laughs> and she's like, and you know, and Serena and Chuck are kind of like stunned, like they didn't really know how to react until like they see like Blair yeah. run out the house. They're crying. she's begging the dean to let her in, right? And so and she explains like, no. that like you know, uh, I just begged myself, I just like hoard myself with Sarah Lawrence. Like, okay, Sarah Lawrence is a great university. Yeah, but it's we'll also Blair. No, where so everything there's like a pedestal there's no there's there's two categories there's Yale and then there's not Yale right exactly it's like Yale and everything else yeah so and I don't think public school even exists in her realm of oh colleges no it's it's Yale and Ivy League those are the only two colleges out there yeah so she's like you know turning her nose up to this place and trying to get in and she didn't so she's just like desperate and so now this is even more ammunition for her to like fall fully fall into the depths of her depression yeah and and for her, like, she doesn't get depressed. She gets, like, even. And so she tries to, like, 
set her set her, her life on fire essentially. Yeah, so she's she's getting even with herself, mm-hmm. which and is that's a very acute assessment yeah. of the situation. Yeah, she's I like just, that. Yeah, she's it's bad. It's bad. So like, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do. So in this, we go to the other big thing, the real story, like at least for the title, the grandfather. Yeah. So the description is about Blair, but then the the episode is about the grandfather. As as we know in um, previous episodes, Nate has been estranged from his the mother's his mother's side of the family, the Vanderbilts. The van, yeah, because of what his dad did. No one like supporting anyone, and um, so he just like hasn't been talking to anyone. I don't really like they sort they have their money back now, so they're like wealthy again. Well, well, like the Vanderbilt, yeah, like the van- like Nate has his money back. Right, yeah, so. the captain got his money back. Yeah, the family. And um, they relinquish their assets. Well, not relinquish their assets. Their um, their um, assets were unfrozen, so they can yeah. like, get back to their money and live their affluent lifestyle. Ugh. But um, the family kind of like turned their back on them because it was embarrassing. Because yeah. you already find out that like the Vanderbilts are steeped in politicians. It is a scandal. It is a huge scandal, and they don't want that shit rubbing uh, rubbing against them when they're trying to like you know run for office. Uh, so they're Vanderbilts, and I really wish that Anderson Cooper had ever been on Gossip Girl, because he is a Vanderbilt. He is a Vanderbilt, but like they're part of the glory of Vanderbilt and all Cutie, that stuff. The so cutest cute. Vanderbilt. No. He's so cute, <laughs> so cute. Um, so yeah, so it's it's very much like a Kennedy compound kind of vibe. You got yeah, like you know it's, everyone it's has like you know they have a family crest. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's for like that. some reason it's kind of intense and like they they could probably trace their lineage to the Mayflower and all that. Yeah. BS. So so what's happening is um I guess they see cousin trip with two peas. Do you know what trip means? I'll explain. No, I don't. Why is it? skip trip chip wh- wh- where do these names come from? Well, trip means Is it for Charles? Okay, well, I can actually explain skip too, I think. Thank you. Trip means it's short for triple. Like it's like if there's a third. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and skip. This is my. I believe skip means like if they skip the generation for name. Oh, so if it's like not even the first like, or yeah, right. If they, like, yeah, if it's like say for instance, he's named after the grandfather. Yep. They they name him Skip. Okay, and then Chip is short for Charles for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> oh but my God. Yeah. Triple. Oh no. I.e. I white people. I think I think we've <laughs> had this conversation before because Whites. I feel like I've forgotten that before. Yeah, but trip is short for triple, so like he's a third, mm-hmm. and skip is if someone who's named after his grandfather. Okay. Yeah. So there is a Vanderbilt family reunion in February that's happening at the grandfather's house. Yeah, the the compound, the Vanderbilt compound, as far as I can Yeah. Say. And like, I my mean, homie comes in. For a fucking helicopter. Yeah. On the lawn. Just cash. He's like... I always love Dan's like, oh, is there a heliport nearby? He's like, no, that's my grandfather coming in. Yeah, so there's there's a reunion. And for some reason, the entirety of the Gossip Girl cast is going to this family reunion when uh, only... So Vanessa is still dating... Is dating Vanessa is dating Nate, and so she should be going to the family reunion. But for some reason... Uh, Chuck, Serena, Blair, and Dan are all also at this family reunion. Well, there's two reunions. There's two moments. Like the oh. first well, the first one's how the show kind of started, the episode kind of started where like um they had like a Sunday thing and um it was um and so the grandfather uh trip came over to like invite Nate to like you know hang out that Sunday before the oh big with event. the football with the football oh, I forgot about this Sorry. yeah no it's fine so there's a f- big football event that happens you know every season or such and such and so like Vanessa comes along with Nate and um Vanessa invites Dan so there's the three of them hanging out and they're playing like touch football and it's intimidating for Vanessa because Vanessa's seeing all these people and meeting all these people. And she beats uh, Tripp's fiance, Maureen, who is looking at, you know, looking at it. She's been a part of the world for a few years now. So she's trying to, like, you know, give Vanessa some some guidance. It's not even clear if she's trying to give her guidance or being manipulative. I mean, it's a little bit both for sure. But she's going to, like, welcome to the next 30 years. Like, 30 years. I'm 16 or 17 years old. Like, um, I don't think so, Maureen. Yeah. And so Vanessa's kind of, like, overwhelmed with what's going on. Which is like all of the, you know, just the intensity of the Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt family yeah. and the crest and all of this like stature and all this 
antiquated history. Yeah. So like when they they first get to the the country club of grandfather, um, they they take a tour of the house and it's you know a lot of paintings, a lot of white men, a lot of white men, a lot of white men, white white with a capital H, <laughs> white white. Um, there. So grandfather is explaining that they came to America with almost nothing and built their wealth on their own with no help and i'm just like oh no no white privilege oh how did you do that you didn't take over the, the indigenous people i'm nope, sure for sure definitely <laughs> just this is all that i'm you sure didn't you didn't them, seize the I'm land sure. yeah if you're like this is mine not mattering like if there was somebody there before you which i guarantee there was definitely so, especially in that part of the world, uh, and part of the world uh, I was just like, "Oh, my good bitch!" When, when <laughs> <laughs> grandfather, my good bitch, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? So, like, I, I don't know. When, when he was saying they came, he literally said, "We came here with almost nothing into this by ourselves," and I was just screaming. I was like, "No, wrong, I'm wrong, so wrong, so wrong." So sorry for yelling. <laughs> it's okay. So emotional for sure, but like, it's just like a lot. Um, and Vanessa's kind of overwhelmed and she keeps on hearing about like public policy, you know, they're very much in, that's kind of like their thing. Yeah. You know, like, like they they're not, they're, love to be in government. Right. Like they're, they're, they're like oil tycoons or their family business is being in politics. Mm-hmm. So like essentially we're kind of seeing a comparison to the Kennedys. Like it's very much like the you're breeding to be in public office. I like, I find the name choices for all everyone really strange. Cause like the Vanderbilts are a prominent family and like Waldorf is a prominent name. Um, is Vander Woodson? I feel I like that's, know. that's a made up name. I think that's a name, but it sounds Bass, really important. definitely made up. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I wonder why they chose with like, or with why, uh, what's her face? Uh, Cecily. Yeah. Cecily. I have no idea what her, the the writer the author chose these names like to have two of them have like really prominent rich people names, and then everyone else to have like random names. I guess to have like some kind of like semblance of like reality possibly because like Vanderbilt is such a kind of synonymous thing to like old money. Yeah, I wonder how common it is too. Like it's common. I know a Vanderbilt. Okay, but like but like he spells his last name with the E L T not I L T. Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, it's a prominent enough name where, like, people know it as being old money, but also it's not necessarily tied to that just because, like, you know. They're not necessarily rich because right. it's such an older, old older name. name. Yeah, I mean, chances are if they're a person of color, it might be a slave name. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yikes. Um, but, yeah, so you have that. And then I feel like Bass kind of, like, you know, like a straight-up comparison to, like, Trump. Trump simple name with like the real estate and then Vanderwaldson just seems like a very like Swedish last name who but, like, even knows where their wealth comes from yeah and like also like they also have Rhodes and Rhodes is like seems like a very old oh yeah too. so Rhodes like Rhodes Scholar you know mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. yeah Vanderwoodson's made up so yeah it's interesting to the least but um Vanessa's definitely overwhelmed by like what's going on yeah though. and Later and on also, as the only person of color on the show, yeah, probably outside uh, <laughs> of like the servants, which we didn't actually see, yeah, didn't see in the show, which is also telling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we see in the shadows, we sit downstairs. What? We sit downstairs. <laughs> we sit in the shadows. You, yeah. sound, you sound like you're about to start describing <laughs> a superhero like X Men type movie. We sit in the shadows. You can't see us unless we're glowing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe I am, but. <laughs> But um, so Vanessa's trying to take it all in, trying not to get overwhelmed because she kind of sees Nate kind of pulling away from her a bit. Mm-hmm. He's getting wrapped up in being with his grandfather and his family and all their influence and affluency. Yeah. And, you know, they have plans of their own. You know, they, they are getting, they're trying to prepare for their summer trip. Yeah. It's Pierogi Tour 09. They were going to go to Europe. Yeah. And it sounds like really sweet and cute. They're going to go like Eastern Europe, go to Poland I and know. hang out. And... You know, his grandfather has other plans for him. Yeah. So his grandfather, um, I don't know if it, if Nate even does he know about it. He like his grandfather wants to. No, he doesn't. He's like he has no idea. That's so Nate. Yeah. <laughs> so his grandfather oblivious. wants to send him to the mayor's office for an internship this summer, and Nate's like, "Well, I'm going to." So Nate's kind of like, so Nate and Vanessa's relationship in the past few episodes has kind of been like touch and go. Like they've gotten back together, but this is the episode where it's kind of like showing how much of a strain that everyone being so rich is putting on Vanessa. And yeah. so Nate, whilst he still sort of has his own um, 
his no- own like ground and yeah, he's like, like knows he's what he's doing, but he also like is influenced as you were saying before. Yeah, like he definitely has like he's more grounded than anybody else as far as in that world yeah. goes to. Like he he recognizes his privilege as opposed to like most other people, where like he you know hangs out in Brooklyn. He like makes definitive choices he like wanted to go to U- USC like he wanted to like you know yeah he just wanted to be like you know middle own, class kid where he wanted to be his own person separate from that but then like when his father kind of fucked up and his entire family kind of like sh- you know shunned him now he's back in their good gracious he's like also wants to like appease everybody yeah this kind of his personality he wants to make everyone like him and love him and so now that his family does he wants to like make sure that he you know is keeping them happy he is extremely non-confrontational for sure he would not resist no he could not he would just like all right fine fall in line he would conform so quickly (laughs) yeah he would he would get a he would get a uh hitler youth haircut i was literally thinking that all right that's what's cool can you imagine i got the bone structure for it fuck that haircut stop getting that haircut dudes my pastor has that haircut Cars on the table, he looks really good on him. He like can he can pull it off. It's kind of it's kind of bad how good it looks on him. I have to quit this podcast. No. <laughs> no. Um he's the best pastor though. He's great. Um shout out to my pastor. You know who Shout he out to your pastor. Um but any who sees. But yeah, he is he he conforms and he falls in line and he you know, is like kind of a fall. He's drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, and he's also like, if if something is going to be causing conflict in his life, he's like, I don't want anything to do with this. Um, so I think at this point, he's like trying to decide whether Vanessa is more important to him or his family. Yeah, and it's a tough call because, like, while well, these people have, you know, have showed evidence to have shunned him in like yes. the past, you like know, they they. Like they literally just cut him off. Yeah, like that's a horrible off. thing for them to have done. Blood for your family. Yeah, but blood is thicker than water. Yeah, true. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's your family, you know, and he wants to make them proud. He wants to be a part of his family's lineage, and he doesn't want to, you know, fall out of grace and fall out of line. So when the time comes and he has to make a decision, his grandfather wants him to be an intern in the mayor's office, and he accepts. And that leaves Vanessa just crushed. Yeah. So they were supposed to go to um, Europe together, and now they're not. Yeah. And it's and it's so, really sad. Yeah. And so Vanessa like takes her cue to exit. She's like, and then when they break up, it's. As we know, Nate without Vanessa is mayonnaise. And oh my god, it's sad. It's so sad. I know. Cause like he's he's you know he's a early boy when he's with Vanessa. Yeah, he is a fancy mayonnaise. He is. He's like upgraded a bit. You know, he's got a little seasoning in him. You know, a little. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little, little something, actually, a little paprika. I don't, I don't like the idea. The fact that he's dating a black woman adds his to his spiciness. (laughs) Whatever, I can say that. (laughs) I'm saying it. I'm calling it. You know, I'm taking. I'm, I'm saying something problematic. I'm, I'm it. I'm it's fine. You have skin the color of a parlay jeepa skin anyway. (laughs) I do, um, but no, but um. But um, but no, for We're so problematic. So problematic. The the problem my light is on, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but like, but for for real though, it's a bummer. Vanessa was trying to stand by him, but she couldn't just like blatantly watch him like reject her. Yeah, essentially was what he was doing and rejecting what they mean, or rather, what she means to him. And she like. I don't he know. took off, and she, yeah. So while she just leaves, she yeah. just leaves out saying anything. Yeah, essentially. yeah. And so while this is going on, Blair is also taking an opportunity to oh make this be a place for her to fully destroy her her statue, her her stature, her 
her reputation just like go balls oh to the wall to it because so apparently because like you know back in the day Blair when her and Nate remember they were dating yeah remember weird. that no I don't honestly it doesn't it doesn't really feel like that's a thing that could ever happen or has ever happened no but she was on the compound and like hanging out and like knows all the family knows all their dirt knows all the gossip she knows she knows and she is drunk at she this party she's drunk as fuck and it's fantastic it's so amazing Claire Hey, you, you look great. I feel great. Why? Because I realized that while we can't tear out a single page of our life, we can throw the whole book in the fire. Sure, son. She understands me. And what better place to go up in smoke than in front of the creme de la creme of New York society? Blair Waldorf. How are you, dear? I heard you rejected the Colony Club. Oh, too stuffy for my taste as well. That's because your tastes include sleeping with your driver and popping prescription meds. It's like she's going around talking to everyone, saying anything. Like just being being like, hey, you know, how was your third trip down the aisle? Yeah. Miffy. Yeah, it's or just some like, white ass name. Yeah, exactly. It's just so funny and fantastic. I love it. It's I'm so good. here for the trash. As you know, we're gossip girls and we love the gossip. We know we love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's really fun watching her like self destruct and like Blair um is just not giving a fuck and Chuck and Serena are like, We gotta like gotta shut this down. Like we gotta like figure out how to make this, you know, not happen. And so Chuck tries to reason with her. And then Blair kind of like, <laughs> Blair kind of like sh- tries, to, tries to, seduce to seduce him. him. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Chuck is like, it's so funny. Are you about done? No. What are you doing? Trying to destroy the old you? Burn every bridge? It won't help. Believe me, I've tried. Well, maybe I should head up to the roof, make it a little more dramatic. Oh, you. How do you know? Because I know you better than I know myself. Right. You can see right through me. Can't you, Chuck? Right to my core. Do you remember the first time you saw the real me? The boy that danced for you that night at Victrola? The boy with none of the hang-ups, none of the frustrations. That's the boy right here. Yeah, and she's like, I don't like you like this. I want the old Blair. She's like, well, that's dead. It's over. Yeah, and she's like, you, you can have this her. Blair. Not at all. You killed her. It's over. And so it's like, I don't want you like this. They're such dramatic teens. Oh, many dramatic teens. So many hormones. All the hormones. So Blair's like, well, fine. Bye. Let's call it. And so she like walks off, and Serena tries to talk to her and reason with her, and she's not having it. And so it wasn't until she talks to you. Or as is mayonnaise. Oh, my God. So she's sitting in a room of covered furniture. They're probably outside somewhere. And she's mm. just, like, sitting there. And Nate shows up, like, after Vanessa leaves. And they they start talking and, like, talking about the past and how they were together and, like, what they were supposed to be. And, like, you know, she's Blair's talking, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do without Yale. And do you remember the first time you brought me here? When we first started dating? We were like 12 or 13. <laughs> we used to talk about our future. How perfect everything would be, remember? Yeah. What happened? When did everything get so screwed up? This isn't how it's supposed to be. I don't know who I am anymore. What I'm supposed to do. I feel so lost. Um, they discover they both have the feeling like um, Blair not going to Yale, Nate not knowing if he wants to do politics. They both feel lost in their lives. They're lost. 
And so they they just talk and Blair kind of looks at Nate with this this newfound like, oh, I didn't see you there. Right. Type of thing going on. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, noticing her for the first time in a while. Yeah. And he can like tell there's something going on too. So they have like a heart to heart and they really have like I feel like haven't shown like shared screen time with each Mm-mm. other, honestly, in a really long time. I think like it was what like the first the first episode they broke up or like the third it was like very very beginning that they broke up well they broke up in the seventh episode of the series and that was kind oh, of okay yeah so that was kind of it victor vitrola oh that's right yeah that's when they broke up and so you really haven't seen them and then like they they got back together again during the cotillion mm-hmm. and then they got and then they broke up officially like in mid-season of season one so they really haven't shared screen time much since in i think while. the yeah i think the only time like, like the last time they shared screen time was maybe like the funeral of bass of uh of bart bass and that was still with like with chuck so yeah like, nate was also like missing from a lot of episodes yeah so like they really haven't shared much screen time together in a while so it was interesting seeing that dynamic again just yeah. the two of them being together and it, it feels forced like it totally does don't really have i mean nate only has chemistry with vanessa yeah it's true and like you know and then you also have like blair who can honestly have any kind of like she can literally have chemistry with anybody on yeah. the show she barely has it with oh. nate so it's so hard it's like they have good friend vibes yeah like they could be best of friends but nothing sexual it, it, you just don't see it like i can't i can't see it it's like ugh, it's like, like don't don't put your mouth on your sister yeah exactly it's very sibling yeah it's very sibling it's kind of like you know chip of the old block you know like i was waiting for her like you know <laughs> like you know tug at her like like you know like, like uh, come nud- in let's go talk to mother right exactly like nudging her cheek or whatever like it's gonna be okay oh you yeah exactly but um, they chatted, and so, you know, of course, Blair, she's very emotional, kind of, like, you know, tra- you know, translates what's going on with her and Nate into something probably romantic. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, Blair's a very romantic person, and, you know, everything about her life, including her, like, romanticism about Gail. Her and the past. In the past, especially, she romanticizes it. Yeah. So. She's definitely romanticizing Nate. And, like, seeing Nate being in this new, like, oh, he could have power. He's back with his family. Like, this is someone that I could see myself with. Right. So she's kind of digging on those vibes. Yeah. And so when Nate has been left and abandoned by Vanessa, when she, like, realizes, you know, like, I, uh, there's no place for me here, um, Blair potentially can fill in that space. Yeah. Intercept. So, so then um, Serena is talking to Chuck, and Chuck is like, I don't know what I can do about Blair. She's, like, acting all weird and, like, trying to seduce me or whatever. And Serena... Um, talks to chuck and says you need to make her feel safe like she's she just wants to feel safe with you and like everything about you is like dangerous and she doesn't like always want to be with you and like he he's like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to her and tell her i'm there for her he shows up with flowers and it's like oh she is asleep but uh nate is there and chuck sees that his blazer is there thank you for making sure i got home okay you're welcome I just want to make sure you're fine. But you are, so... I should go. Wait. For others, it's the surprise of seeing something bloom. Stay. It's gone down. Yeah, they, we don't we don't know anything happened. Yeah, we don't know. We just know that they're together. And Nate and Blair thing. is there after dark. Yes, at the woods, at the at the Waldorf house. There after dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how the episode ends. But there is another a superfluous part. part of this episode. Yes, which I I loved this part of the episode. It was, it was adorably awkward. Yeah. So as we know, Lily and Rufus have been boning. I've been boning. Bone city. <laughs> I've been boning. I've been boning. What are, what are you I'm doing? Checking love. Sorry. <laughs> 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 they are drunk in love. Yeah, they are. They're they're very together. And mm-hmm. so they're talking and they're like, hey, how many people have you fucked? Let's <laughs> make lists. Pretty much. So like. <laughs> For yeah. some reason. Yeah. They're like kind of like giving like the, the list of the, their conquests. And uh, yeah, let's talk about ours. Um, <laughs> no, no, mine would fill a page though. Oh my god, 
depends on the size of the page. My yeah, exactly. Mine is not that big. No. I mean, page by post-it, but... Yeah, post <laughs> definitely would fit a, fit a post-it. No, um, um, no, mine's a little longer than that. But <laughs> two post-its. Two post-its. E. E. So, yeah, so... Um, uh, there, there are two adults in their 40s who are like, oh, you know, we, we should do this very immature thing of sharing the, the list, the, like the names of people that we've slept with. And and Lily's is substantial. Lily has like three pages of mostly famous rock stars. Yeah, because she was out here. She was, she was a rich groupie. Well, she was a music journalist. Oh, that's right. She was a photojournalist you yeah. know, doing, you know photography for bands which i've done in the past it's fun I and you're also a groupie <laughs> just kidding i'm not a groupie <laughs> no i never hung out with bands i like I, I i i was with a musician for a long time but like i never really hung out with bands and Ooh. i, I like, they're boring i dated a drummer and he was really annoying about his music he's like oh my god drummer so he would like tap drumming on me yep. and i'm like what the fuck are you doing yeah i had a bass player jake yeah <laughs> Wow! All right, <laughs> just put real people's <laughs> names out there. Okay, I will not to the person that I dated, but like he was a bass player and he just was always, you know, either with his music or talking about his music. And oh my god, I just thought of this. Amazing. He like one time he made me listen to like this song that he thought up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he was just like so proud of it. I'm like, I can't get on board with this every time you do this. Yeah, I have. I mean, for a while I was really into it, and then I got tired. And it's then exhausting. After like the fourth it's song, it's emotional labor. Yeah, after the fourth song about me, it was kind of like this is not even about me. Like this is you just you're just saying it's about me. Yeah, you. I bet you thought the song was about you. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> We're assholes. Oh, I've had so, a lot of caffeine today. Yeah. So you know. Rufus, he has like a, a solid page. He has like a, a one sheet. Post it. Okay. He has like a one sheet. Yeah. He has it's like solid. six or seven people. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not bad. It's decent. He was also married for like 20, 20 years. years. So, like, you know, the fact that he can like fill a page is, you know, decent. And so Lily shows hers and she only shows him like half of her list because yeah. Serena's like, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, so, well, it's not a good idea. But then she finds out that his list is, like, only one page. And so she only shares one page of hers. Right. And he's like, oh, good. I thought your list would be way longer. I'm pleasantly surprised at how short your list is. And she's like, oh, well, fuck. I can definitely never show up again. Right. She hides the other two pages in her purse. And, of course, he finds them when looking for a tip right. for some food they bought. And... Then they have a fight, and Lily's like, you're ashamed of my past. And he's like, yeah, I am, because I'm not a mature adult, blah, blah, blah. We I had know. this idea to share our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's also like shaming a little bit. Yeah, it's I definitely, it's it's very slut-shamey. Um, I mean, that's what the show's about, right? <laughs> Is it built on slut-shaming? What? Isn't this show built on sh- slut-shaming yep. to a degree? Absolutely. So, yeah. So it's a, it's a bit of a bummer to, like, see Rufus, you know? It's not it's not unexpected, though, for it's Rufus. Rufus has, like, shown, like... For sure. It, but it's still like, a bummer. So he, like, hasn't grown in two seasons. Yeah. Um. Even he's, even though he's, like, a daughter of a girl. A, 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 a father of a girl. <laughs> a daughter of a... A father Ruf- of a daughter. My daughter, Rufus. <laughs> yeah. So it's a bummer. But he um, realizes he's being an asshole. And um, he comes out of it, and he apologizes. Lily also apologizes, and they go over the list together. And they, they kind of, you, you realize that the reason that Rufus didn't sleep with almost anyone, like, even though he was, like, on the road before he was married, is because he was still in love with Lily. Yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Kind of sweet, kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how you feel about women, men pining for women. I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, okay, so we want to talk about this for a little, like, yeah. like, like a two minute, like sure. a dick about pining. Um, I think when I was younger, I liked the idea of a guy pining for me. Mm-hmm. Then I grew up. Yeah. And I realized, oh. You don't want to be that for someone. Yeah, because you are no longer you, you're a concept. Exactly. And you're like being put on a pedestal and someone's like, I have this idea of you in my head that I want to be with. Right, and it's not you they want; it's the idea of you, and you are never going to live up to that ideal, that concept that they've formed in their head. Mm-hmm. 
And so you're going to disappoint them eventually. By being a real live human. Just by being yourself, by existing. Yeah. And so, like, I don't, I guess I don't like the fact that Rufus has been pining over Lily. Yeah. And so, like, it's, you know, when you're younger, you think, like, oh, he loves me. Like, he doesn't love you. He loves the idea of you. Yeah. Or whatever he knows to be true of you, not all of you. And so it's it's hard to like you know unlearn that kind of behavior at least when i was younger i thought like it was romantic you know, like, and sweet exactly because you know literature like you know um fucking jane austen <laughs> if you were like read her like i did it was like it sets you up to fail like, like oh if he's emotionally distanced that's a good thing it's like no <laughs> actually, actually it's relationship not. it's bad it's bad relationship if he's emotionally distanced that's a red flag right there leave him alone let him be let him die alone love he's me or leave me alone exactly sure. exactly it was my it was my 2016 motto for sure you know, i think it should i think it should move on to 2017 absolutely i mean t- 2017 is survive and thrive oh my god survive and thrive is so good but you know i still can't believe pen badgley got married without me i'm sorry it's fine. i'm sorry it's okay but <laughs> yeah that's the episode yeah and uh, we'll be back right after this message Spotted. See the Met steps. And I see one, two, three, four guys wearing Wimby Parker glasses. All super cute. Can't even rival Dan Humphrey. But if you want to be one of these Wimby Parker guys, go to wimbyparker.com slash postloudness to get your free five home day try on. Again, that's wimbyparker.com slash postloudness to get your free five day home try on. And we're back. Fashion. Fashion. Put it all on me. <laughs> Don't you want to see turn, these clothes on me? Turn around, fashion. Turn left. Ooh, fashion. <laughs> They do it all again, but they don't do it here. <laughs> clap, clap. Ooh, out. Fashion. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we've seen our different songs about fashion. Every single time. It's and not cute. I love it. I don't care. <laughs> so, um, let's start with fashion. The loungewear. Oh, my God. Brought to you by Coles. So gorgeous. So good. Oh so, Blair is out here with, like, a strapless kind of, like, mid-thigh... Romper? romper yeah yeah it's like satin it's gorgeous. it's so pretty gorgeous like i want to slip into that it is and so never sexy take it off. it's like a slip but like with no straps it's, it's so fantastic. so gorgeous Ugh. i love it so much i like i like i may or may not have like while i was watching this episode somebody was like looking for something similar to that or i do that all the time or like looking for fabrics that are similar that i can like make myself yeah because holy mother of god i was just, i saw this like <gasps> i want that so oh much it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So that was definitely one of my um, favorite picks of this episode. Um, next up is Blair's jacket that she wore in the um, in the store where she was stealing the glasses. It's this like white pea coat that has a lot of different patchwork on it. Oh my god, the pea coats are just so good in this series. And it's like it's like painted on mm-hmm. with like different stripes. It's like it's like um it's like pinstriped. But it has those like thick, like painted on pinstripes with like keys and like Parisian, Ugh. like kind of like accents to it. So cute. It's like a blazer, but it's a pea coat. It's gorgeous. I think it might be like a trench coat even, but it's so yeah, cute. Yeah, it's it's a it's definitely a cross. Um, next up we've got Vanessa's dress. So she's wearing like this cute white cardigan, and it's one of the few episodes episodes or outfits even that like Vanessa had that I actually enjoyed. Yeah, because like every single other ep- episode, she has some outfit that's like this fucking jewel tone that like it looks fine, but it's extremely like it's so dated. It's so dated. It's well, like, like extremely early nineties, right? But like she wears vintage clothes, like that's her like True. aesthetic. It's just that like her clothes, cho- like the like I feel like the vintage that they found wasn't necessarily from the 90s it was just no, kind of like it's it was I, I like know. clothes that like was supposed to look vintage but they weren't <sighs> they definitely don't everything looks like it's made of polyester but like not even 70s polyester like 2000s polyester so her dress is like a sweetheart neckline it's like black and it's got a print on it it's really cute and i really like the way it looks yeah and she has like goat accents um on her necklace so it's really nice like layered necklace mm-hmm. 
So it's it's very pretty, and her hair is like you know kind of um you know put up a little bit in a cloth. Oh my god, I love when her hair is put up. It just like looks so cute. She's just got like little strands on her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's so, so like pretty. looks great. Um, and it was like the and she it's kind of her kind of dressing up mm-hmm. for you know kind of her being conservative. The Vanderbilts. Yeah, it's kind of her dressing as conservative in this episode, and it looks really good on her. Honestly, I know. You know, and uh, yeah, and then uh, you also have the blue um, floorland gown, um, floorland dress that uh, Serena has with the rhombus has con- has come back. Oh the my god, the cleavage rhombus! The cleavage rhombus, and um, it's like a deep V um, neckline, and then the dress it's navy blue and it goes all the way down to the floor. It looks a little bit like too summery for yeah, it's definitely what the summery. season is. Oops. But it's navy. Yeah, but so. it's but like the the fabric like it just looks like that it, it looks like that kind of cotton that just pills all the time that you mm-hmm. can buy from like Target yeah, exactly. for maxi dress. Yeah, um, exactly. But I think it's like not yeah. odd. I think it might be like silk or something. Yeah. I, I think like a little bit stiffer of a fabric or you know I I don't know. The style felt a little bit summery too. For sure, and her hair is um her hair is also like slicked down, and, like blown out. Yes, yeah. it's combed, but she has like a blowout. So like her hair is like slicker and sleeker than usual. And she doesn't have like any curls at all. It's just like straight lines. Yeah. Um, Chuck. He also wears this really cute like suit with a pink, or rather salmon. Salmon. Um, bow tie. I oh really like it a I lot. I love bow ties. I do too. My dad, he's always wearing like bow ties. He never wears ties. He's oh, ties. that's so sweet. And it's really sweet. And he has a big belly, so it's kind of cute. Oh, a teddy bear. I'm like, look at you with your little bow tie. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's he looks really nice too, and it's kind of a interesting juxtaposition between the two, um, with like Blair at the reunion gathering. He's wearing lighter colors. And Blair's wearing much darker colors, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you know how she's always been kind of like you know the light to his dark. It's kind oh, of and switching. it's like opposite, yeah. So, really nice um, clothing there. What's about music? Okay, this has one of the few songs that I know. I'm so happy in the entire series. It's called "Kids" by MGMT. Yes, listened to it a lot in 2000. 11 probably honestly <laughs> <laughs> even though it came out much earlier yeah so this is like this this song of that summer oh of 09 God. i heard it everywhere yeah, yeah it was exactly. all the time yeah and like i was a personal f- i i like the song um time to pretend more which is the other song also by mgmt mm-hmm. okay yeah um Waiting to pretend. <laughs> I'm just like looking at Cher because I have no idea what the song is. It's it's fine. Uh, yeah. So that was their big song. Um, but kids, I think was like the big song of that year. I I could not escape it. Whenever I listen to it, I hear I think of the song Ski Trip that I went on oh in college, God. and everybody was singing it. And I got stuck on the bus because I get um, car sick. Oh, my God. And I remember throwing up and hearing this song in the background. So I always think of pre-gaming at my friend Tyler's house in Cleveland because, mm-hmm. like, this song just, like, I heard it. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been hearing this song everywhere. And it was 2011, as we all know. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? And I, like, ran to his phone and, like, looked it up. It's MGMT's kids. And I remembered that. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it was such a profound moment for your friend, Stevie. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Otek Lotek. Okay, so when uh, Jenny is Jenny is in this episode, barely, for some reason, she's talking to like Vanessa and Dan before they go to the reunion, and she is on a product placement of Bluefly, shopping on Bluefly.com, which is one of the very first highly advertised solely online clothing stores. It started in 1998. Oh, my gosh. And it was just, it was really, like, really popular for, you know, a couple of years then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never shopped on Blue, on Blue Fry. I, it was too expensive for me. Yeah, and it was it was just, like, an online store. Yeah, it's like. essentially, like, 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 not a porter is now. Yeah. All those other, it's, like, oh, it's know. that fancy? Yeah, I mean, like, as far as, I mean, like, what it is now, it's pretty fancy. Oh. Like, designer clothing, shoes, and handbags from Prada, oh. Gucci, and stuff like that. I it's wonder like, if it was, like, an online, for, or if it was, like, the TJ Maxx to, like online stores type thing yeah because you can get like they have like designer sample sales and stuff like mm. that where you can get like really really high quality materials and clothes um, yeah. for like up to 70 something percent and that's something that i hadn't heard i don't remember it from uh, for a long time so like that's 
Really cute. That's amazing. That's awesome. Blue fly. Blue fly. Stray observations. <sighs> Stray observations. So um, one of my favorite lines in the entire thing is when when Blair's having one of her like drunken rants at one of Nate's relatives, uh, Serena pulls Blair away and then Chuck leans over and goes, I'm a big fan of your adult entertainment websites. <laughs> You reminded me of this scene in Titanic where, like, <laughs> <laughs> when like Kate Winslet Rose is like, in, like, uh, talking to Jack Dawson. I recently watched that the movie. That's why I'm like thinking about it, and it's kind of heightened my, um, my sense to it. But like, how she's like talking about like all the people in the room and like what they're doing for famous, and like one of the countesses apparently makes very naughty lingerie. Oh my god! And so it just kind of reminded me of that with like all these rich people, but like you know, of course, so much money comes from like sex. Yeah. Sex sells. Um, Lily. <laughs> oh my god! Make sure you only eat a few egg rolls. I don't want to feel guilty. And then not likely. Rufus is like just being a jackass, and he's like essentially like, I know that you have more pages, and I'm going to say like, oh, you're never going to feel guilty about this. So stupid. Fuck you, Rufus. I hate you. Mm. Um, my another thing I really liked was um with the whoa the the list that uh that lily made serena sees it and she they're written on yellow paper and she goes oh you're gonna drop the yellow pages on rufus <laughs> i'm like oh that's that's cute that's really, really cute, cute but also i like the i like you saw some of her like um conquests and oh she slept with both slash but she yeah all right and trent and rasner oh both not attractive men I can kind of see Trent mm-hmm. Rasner, like now Trent Rasner, not nineties Trent Rasner, oh, like now Trent Rasner. I'm like, you know what? He can wear a suit. So like, I don't know. Trent Rasner, now I can probably get it, but Trent Rasner of yesteryear, not no. He's probably a little too drugged out for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a such thing? <laughs> I don't know. My standards are low. <laughs> my standards are low. Holla <laughs> at your girl. Um, so trip. Um. Oh yeah, Trip. So Trip, he Who is who is Trip played by again? Is that Aaron? No, that's Aaron T- no. I've seen him on stuff like I've seen him on SVU. Okay, I've seen him like do other have. stuff. I'm just saying. A lot of this cast is on SVU. Um, but uh the tr- character of Trip, he like he tricked Nate into coming to he the tripped Nate. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> he um but he tricked Nate into coming to the compound because his he thought that his grandfather had invited him initially, but Trip had come there just, you know, uh, to to told him like, Oh yeah, you should come. Your grandfather wants to see you and then grandfather had no idea that he was even there. Oh, he is played by Aaron Tuviet. Sure. I don't know what that means. Um, oh, he was in the in Greece Live. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Again. Okay. Um, didn't watch it. Um yeah, so it's um interesting that kind of like relationship that they clearly have and um Trip is someone you will definitely be seeing later in the series. Yeah, and he's he's definitely manipulative. This is kind of what the first time you're really seeing him in the show and Triple. Um, so yeah, that is it, I think. Oh, I have another story observation. Oh, I'm sorry. So, um, regarding Aaron, this is like sort of a, a deep cut reference. Um, regarding Aaron to vet, to whatever. So, he also, <laughs> he was also whatever in Aaron T V I E T, I can't pronounce that. He was in a show that I loved called Ugly Betty. He, <gasps> he was. He played Zachary, Zachary. Um, something um, I don't know in Ugly Betty he like dated Betty and there's a line in Ugly Betty where they're like talking about how hot he, he is and they're like oh I heard he used to date a gossip girl <laughs> and I was like oh my <laughs> god <laughs> that's a reference <laughs> yeah so that's that's the reason I wanted to start this podcast so I could connect the two yeah so here we are wow <laughs> but also i fucking love ugly betty and i would totally do a podcast about ugly betty oh my god it's so good if like no one wants to hear this show anymore i would totally drop it for ugly betty after podcast. you know what after after gossip girl i think we should do ugly betty okay yeah you hear it here first guys <sighs> oh my god <laughs> what are we doing anyway i'm so tired <laughs> okay all right that's the episode everyone yeah so let's read the episode all right i would give this episode a f- i don't know seven um, there's, there's, 
I feel like a lot happens. Uh, some of it is unbelievable and some of it is believable. I really, really hate that uh, Nate and Vanessa broke up. Yeah, I'm in the same wheelhouse. So I gave it like a 7.5. I thought but there's a lot of really fun lines. And I, I love mm-hmm. Carter Basin. So anytime I see him, um, I'm bumping up a half a point. <laughs> um, I like seeing Blair kind of lose her grip a little bit. I like seeing her unwind. And, yeah. you know, and... It's, it's kind of like the Blair that you see in Victor Victrola, mm-hmm. but heightened. Absolutely. And so I like seeing her a little un, a little not herself, so it was fun to watch. Um, I like that there was not a lot of Dan in this episode. Oh, my God. Barely any. Yeah, he was just kind of like a sidekick of this episode. I'm kind of like, you know what? That's probably a good thing. We've had a lot of Dan-heavy episodes lately. It's, and also Serena. Like, it hasn't been really a Serena-focused episode either. Yeah. So it's kind of like nice. It was a neat nate vanessa sort of it was very nate heavy and it's kind of nice seeing a nate episode because he is such a calming character to say least like he's not he's not very dramatic well he's non-confrontational exactly and so that kind of seeps into the way an episode founded by him deals with like and so like now that very very true yeah and see in with and like also it's just like there's no drama between like the captain anymore now it's just kind of like dealing with you know a different part of nate's life and the life that he kind of you know blocks himself from actually entering and it's kind of like with the whole captain um narrative it was about nate reacting to this thing and this is kind of nate being able to set his own way rather than just reacting to events that happened to him and so that's you're seeing kind of how he's reacting with choices right so you know and people give him ultimatums and he clearly doesn't do well (laughs) so yeah i'll give it definitely a 7.5 um i thought it was a really good episode to say the least but yeah, guys, that is an episode. So we're going to give a thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting them use Thank their space. You. Want to give a shout out to Post Loudness, which is a collective we are a part of. Post Loudness. That's, not, <laughs> no, that's cool. okay. Um, and Post Loudness is a collective of audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. You can learn more about them at postloudness.com. want to thank Subes for being a great, great um, a producer assistant essentially i mean Yay. like you're definitely like because like you're writing outlines I'm, now i'm production assistant yeah and it's great and just also just being a wonderful co-host i would not i legitimately would not be doing this podcast at all if you weren't <laughs> if you just didn't want to do it talking in the microphone by herself and you know like no one giving a shit why why is no one why is no one here yeah. right exactly no one caring so thank you you're awesome thank yeah. you for being an amazing co-host an amazing producer you do the most, and it's amazing, and I love it. I do so and much. You, you do so much, and I'm so <laughs> thankful. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for, um, you know, continuing to listen and submitting questions and, you know, and, you know, asking us to put stuff on the website. Giving and us feedback. We love feedback. We love feedback. So Thanks for faving my sad tweets about Penn Badgley. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You can follow us on Twitter at Gossip Girls Pod. Yeah. And we're going to have a new website up super, 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 super soon. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. I just got the paperwork so I can, like, <gasps> prove that I am who I am so I can get, so I can get the Notarized. My, so I can get the so I can get the my uh, my property back because I apparently forgot the email address or something oh like my that. God. Where the email address of this website is owned by on Squarespace is not an email address that it can be accessed anymore. Oh boy. So but I got it so I can get it relinquished back into my power. Nice job. So we can get this website going. So that's on me, guys. My bad. It'll be up it'll probably be up by the time this episode airs. Yeah. So on that note, you know you, know you love, love us. XOXO Gossip Girls. Thank you.